Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hello, welcome to Sunday Stories. My name is Deacon Lorena, and I love to share good stories with you. Every night at bedtime, after putting on your jammies and brushing your teeth, hearing a bedtime story and saying your prayers, letting your parents tuck you into bed and give you a kiss, all is well. Then off goes the light and out go your parents and suddenly it's dark and quiet and there you are all alone. Sometimes it's easy to fall asleep Other times you just lie there and wish with all your heart that your parents would come back in and give you an extra hug and an extra kiss because it's just what you need when you are feeling extra lonely. This is the way the disciples feel in today's gospel from St. John. They are together in the room where they used to meet with Jesus before he died on the cross. They are all there except Thomas who is away. As they cry and hug each other, they wish more than anything that their dear friend would come back. They wish that he would walk in the door and smile and give them a big hug, because without him, they feel so alone. Then suddenly, what do they see? There is Jesus, standing right there in the room. See, says Jesus, see and believe I am alive. Then he stretches out his hands to his friends and says, Peace be with you. He talks with them for a while, and then suddenly he's gone. But Thomas has seen nothing because he has not been there to see. When he finally comes to the room, the friends run to him. Thomas, they say, we have seen Jesus. Now how do you think Thomas feels? He was not there to see Jesus to talk to him, to hear him say, Yes, I did die, but now I live. Thomas is the only disciple not to meet Jesus after his resurrection. He must feel different, left out, alone. In today's Sunday story, there is a little boy who often lies awake in his room at night, feeling small and lonely. He feels left out too. He didn't always feel left out and lonely. He used to feel like an ordinary boy until one day his whole world changed and then he feels very different indeed. Let's listen to today's Sunday story. A Piece of Home by Jerry Watts In Korea, My grandmother was a wise and wonderful teacher. When students bowed, she held her shoulders erect, but her eyes sparkled. Even at home, my grandmother could find the extraordinary held within the ordinary. Like how she coaxed her mungungwa shrubs to blossom into tansim flowers, revealing their bright red centers. In Korea, I was ordinary a regular boy playing and laughing and bossing my little sister, Sarah. I was not extraordinary, not different. I was just me, like so many others. 
In Korea, my father, who always did the right thing, who always did what was expected, surprised us all. He accepted a position at a law school in West Virginia. Who would expect West Virginia, he laughed, and so did my mother. I did not. In swift movements and rapid time, I found my world packed into three boxes and one suitcase, crated, nailed, and mailed to a house I'd never seen. In West Virginia, my grandmother stays at home, and she does not hold her shoulders erect, and her eyes don't gleam, not at all. In West Virginia, I am not ordinary. I am different. My eyes are not big and round like everyone else's. My hair does not tumble in thick curls or make a golden halo around my head. My new classmates smile and talk, but it is sharp noise. Their names sit like stones on my tongue. Steve, Tom. Here there are mountains like in Korea, but the sky seems smaller and darker. I miss the lights of our city. The dark here is so black at night, I touch my eyes to make sure they are open. But when the pale moon is full and round, it looks like my face, and a little like the face of the woman who is now my teacher. My teacher is nice. She tries to help. She speaks slowly, as if I am stupid, lips snapping over sounds my mouth will not make. I try to say I don't want to be here. She nods a lot and smiles, but she knows that I do not understand, and I know she does not understand. Sarah also does not understand. She bites and kicks and even spits on her teacher. My grandmother cries and tries to tell the teacher she is sorry. Then my father talks to the school in his flawless English. It is decided that my grandmother will go to school with my sister to give her a bit of ordinary. But I have no help. I wish I were little enough or brave enough to bite and kick and spit. Days become weeks and weeks become months. I learn bathroom and please. I am surprised that I can form words that make their meaning clear, though they set. I am surprised that I can form words that make their meaning clear, though they feel like stones heavy in my mouth. They work though, play with me like in Korea, pass it back like in Korea. Grandmother is learning too, along with Sarah. At dinner, she tells us about the other children in Sarah's class and about their young teacher, newly engaged, who helps my grandmother with English at nap time. And my grandmother, with halting words, gives her advice. One day, Steve says, Hee-sung, come over. My first visit to a friend. In his yard, I discovered a red-centered blossom. Mugungwa, I say. Rose of Sharon, Steve says. It's Mugungwa in Korea, I say. 
It's Rose of Sharon here, Steve says. When I leave, Steve's mother gives me mugungwa blossoms and a tender shoot to take home. A piece of heaven, grandmother says, a piece of home. My grandmother plants the shoot, and at the end of the summer, she takes one of the mugungwa blossoms and sews it onto the wedding dress of her teacher friend, like our family does in Korea. And I can say, Steve, come over, light like a bubble on my tongue. And that is ordinary in our new home. At first, Hee Sung doesn't feel like an ordinary boy in his new home. He doesn't fit in with everyone else. Just like Thomas the disciple, he feels left out. Thomas feels left out because the other disciples have seen Jesus and he hasn't. Hee Sung feels left out because he misses his home in Korea. He misses his friends. And because it takes a while for him to learn English, it also takes a while for him to make new friends. Hee-sung just wants to go back to his old home. But then suddenly he sees a flower, a mugungwa blossom, and is given a shoot of the plant to take home to his grandmother. A piece of heaven, she says, a piece of home. For Hee-sung, this flower is a sign that all will be well in this new place. Thomas also receives a sign that all will be well. After his friends tell him how they have seen Jesus, that Jesus is alive, Thomas says, oh no, I can't believe that. I won't believe unless I can touch Jesus myself. Then suddenly Jesus is standing beside Thomas. Touch me, Thomas. See for yourself. I'm really alive. What I learned from these stories today is that when we are lonely, when we feel left out, a sign helps us to believe that all will be well. Sometimes we don't realize that we need a sign, like he sung, and we wait a long time. Other times we ask for a sign and receive it immediately like Thomas. I also learned that even though we may feel lonely at times, God will always be with us and all will be well because of the new life we will receive in Jesus. Let us pray. Gracious Lord Jesus, we give thanks to you this day. May we see signs of your love, especially when we are feeling lonely and left out. Help us to believe and trust that you are always with us, that you will never abandon us, and that one day we will see you and say, just as Thomas said, I see you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Sunday Stories is a podcast presentation of Christ Episcopal Church North Hills in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.